everybody, and welcome back to Who in Review, the show where friends yell over top of each other about a thing they love, that thing being Doctor Who. My name is Nick G, and today, as we review Resolution, we're going to get to the bottom of Chekhov's microwave. And here with me to do that are Nick Z. When, when are these tech companies going to learn to stop building ports for alien interfacing into their supercomputers? Right? And so... Yeah, what he said. (laughs) (laughs) That's an excellent point. (laughs) I mean, like... It's it's not even like the Dalek built a USB port into its arm. It was just some weirdo... <laughs> like, circular... Like, <laughs> cigarette lighter type thing. I, I don't even know. He's got a point. This is the danger of making universal connections. I mean, it makes everything easier when you when you buy it in the store, but <laughs> it, can be abu- it can be abused by warring alien races yeah. very, very easily. I mean, all you really need to do is get one of those converters so that yeah. if it's, like, sideways prongs, all you have to do is plug it into this thing, you know? <laughs> And if it's USB-C, it doesn't even matter which way up it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're just running towards an apocalyptic alien takeover. I know, this right? universal connection biz. Uh. <laughs> At what point in the episode did you stop expecting the... Because <laughs> for me, it was a good ten minutes, I think. Yeah. If I had to pinpoint it, probably when the um the the squid had attached itself to Lynn, and you know she was she was back in her house and sort of going through that uh, that weird cinema uh, camera effect mm-hmm. where there were multiples of her kind of just like floating around, and the Dalek was talking to her, and she was talking to the Dalek, and at that point, I thought, okay, we're we're in this. Poor thing. I thought she was gonna yeah, throw it's... off. Man, oh man. No, she played it. She played it quite well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, we could talk about, you know, Daleks are. I don't know if they're back. It's like they never but, left. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, they're back in the sense that there was one in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't set up. It didn't set up future Daleks, and no. in fact, had to rely on quote past Daleks. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it, it went. Because Daleks have been accused of of uh, falling under stormtrooper syndrome. What's that? The more the, the more of them there are, the less effective they are. Because uh, yeah. I know uh, people people like the Eccleston season yeah. or Eccleston episode. Yeah. Dalek a lot. There's just one. Yep. And just wreaks havoc. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is similar. Very. Yeah. And we're not even we're not even in the shell for the for the most part. Um, I thought it was it was cool, and it, it was kind of it, one. It kind of looks like Alien, mm-hmm. yeah. And the Dal- the Daleks about the shell are always kind of going to look like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it also ca- called call back like Planet of the Spiders and Turn Left a little bit. Not too familiar with the the Turn Left reference, but yeah, Planet of the Spiders and the the psychic takeover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean Turn Left. I, th- I think I think the thing in turn left was echoing Planet of the Spiders itself. Okay, mm. basically just having a giant spider on your back. Which <laughs> <the spider like. laughs> but uh, did you did you enjoy it? Did you know how was uh, the practical effects so? Far? Oh yeah. Were you? <laughs> well, because like okay, the, the first thing she does, she shines a fa- flashlight on the, the thing on the wall, and I'm like, don't touch it. What's the first thing she does? She touches it, and then it's gone. And it's like. <laughs> What did I just say? <laughs> I know you're an archaeologist and you like getting your fingers into stuff. I mean, it's a good thing you're wearing gloves at least, but like, what the hell? <laughs> that was good because it was like, where is it? And it was hiding yeah. under a coat mm-hmm. yeah. the whole time. Yeah, and it had yeah. flattened out and then it was sort of reinflating. <sighs> she got all... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, no, I, I enjoyed the thing. I kind of. Controller. I think. I think maybe maybe the 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 Dalek dialogue was like there's a little too much of it. Mm. Definitely seemed like this Dalek yeah. was a, a little bit more well spoken than others. Maybe well, that's another reconnaissance Dalek special ability. Used yeah. Full sen- f- yeah. Full sentences yeah. and proper pronouns and things. But then it did devolve into the you know ex- not just flat out saying exterminate, but like you will be exterminated kind of thing. Like it went back to the tropes. There, hmm. there was. Oh. 
maybe I just couldn't remember the exact line, but oh. there's one that made me like bust a bust a gut laughing out loud. <laughs> that was like surrender. And I was like, designated surrendering time has ended, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I'm going to kill you now. <laughs> that made me laugh down. really hard. <laughs> oh. I was going to say, maybe in, uh, maybe in Dalek school they teach them that when, if you're ever outside of your armor, you can use your words as armor. Mm-hmm. And so when they're not in, <laughs> it's like, in their, their suits, their tanks, they uh, just become more well-spoken. Not for diplomacy, <laughs> just to sort of wow people, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like in Hot Fuzz where Nicholas teaches uh, Danny that the notepad is like the most important yeah. tool you'll have in your arsenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Power thought, power words. Mm-hmm. I love when they add new new things. Like uh, I can't remember how long ago it was that that my vision is impaired. I cannot see became a Dalek classic. <laughs> but I would say this is this is a new wow. one. <laughs> How long was it before you uh, figured, okay, this has got to be Daleks or a Dalek? I knew before the episode aired. <gasps> did you did you spoil yourself? I did. No, oh, no. I mean, if it was intentional. Careful, then... careful following Doctor Who on Facebook, you guys. Uh, yeah. Actually, I don't think it was the, the official Doctor Who Facebook page. I think it was like a Doctor Who group mm. oh. that I'm following. I'm like it's Daleks, you guys. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, like even <laughs> when we saw the the sort of spoiler for the this episode, and it's like, oh, you know, it's the most dangerous being in the universe, and like, what's it called? And then it stops there. And I'm thinking, is she gonna say Daleks? No, I thought they weren't gonna bring the old ones like, back. But then, like, we saw the squiddy thing on the wall, and I'm thinking, that's kind of the Dalek like. I mean, like yeah. they're the beginning talks about this war where it was like this horrible beast that they like fought tooth and nail and they finally like they like they split its body into three and i'm looking at the three parts and i'm thinking head torso arms wait what no this is too small what the heck (laughs) no just just three blobs just three blobs apparently yeah Yeah. so then it's like when it actually did show up and we saw the little squiddy thing i'm thinking ah looks kind of like a dalek and then like sure enough like it starts doing its speaky thing through uh, Lynn's mouth, and I'm saying, "This is sounding like a Dalek." And then the uh, doctor flat out says, "The Dalek." I'm like, "Well, yeah. called it." At that point, though, like as, as soon as I saw the squid thing, I too was thinking, "Okay, Dalek." Mm-hmm. But when I was having that uh, psychic chit chat with Lynn, I thought it was going to be revealed as some sort of new monster that was more like some sort of mind reading and controlling squid race. Something a little bit more Cthulhu, I guess. Mm, well, I mean, there were Cthulhu. It was very Cthulhu esque. Yeah. Um, I I feel like there's precedence for this. Like the Daleks, like. I mean. Controlling people or something like that. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. We can just write it off as In, it being one of the reconnaissance ones. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that was the intention, surely. Right, because they're special. Yeah. yeah. They've got a they've got to pull dr- double, triple, quadruple duty. Mm-hmm. So are the only ones. Mm hmm. Yeah, all they can think is, of uh, is Dragon Ball, where like they'll send an infant to a weak planet because all oh. it takes is an infant to destroy it, kind of thing. But like in this Boy. case, uh, you know, we'll just send in the reconnaissance one, which is actually stronger than the usual ones, and they can scout things out. And internet, get on photoshopping a Goku wig onto this Stellic. <laughs> yeah, I'm into it. <laughs> so I'm looking here at Tardis Wiki, and I think it needs a little bit of a tweak here. Oh, because they're talking about how. The the custodians where I, I really like the like battle thing at the beginning, by the way. Yeah. I like the idea that we haven't just encountered aliens related to the doctor, etc. Yeah. In modern day. Yeah. Like they've shown up before, because of course they have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and the custodians it's a classic rule of threes, you know. <laughs> the ends of the earth. South Pacific, Siberia, and Yorkshire. <laughs> <laughs> he probably would have gotten been? further if he hadn't been shot. I mean uh, but yes, we don't know where the battle exactly. took place either. Right, so I mean it could have exactly. it could have been in Central Europe, it could have been like in the Middle East. Who knows? Because yeah. cause the Tardis Wiki says they intend to bury the three pieces in Anuda Island in Siberia and in Yorkshire. I don't think he intended to bury it in Yorkshire. Mm. He just got shot down there. Yeah. Mm. He's probably on his way to Inverness or something like <laughs> Actually, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Although, uh, I, um, man, that, yeah. I have to say, hmm. much like a, a few other episodes this se- this series, mm-hmm. um, that, that intro 
kind of made me wonder, okay, this is Doctor Who, but uh, is this going to be a Doctor Who story kind of thing? Because it seems, it seemed fairly out of character, maybe because they don't really do the medieval thing that much. Mm-hmm. Second, second little nitpick, though. Mm-hmm. In Siberia, fair enough, you know. The, the warrior that went there, probably going to run across somebody, or at least have access to other people. And oh. have ancestors. Yeah. The guy was, on the island? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Was were, were, was it a populated island and we just didn't see anybody else there? Or <sighs> Could he leave for like a little bit? Maybe. Maybe if he just like made a scarecrow of himself and like went away and came back. <laughs> oh, okay. But like they didn't necessarily need to be like ancestors or the descendants. It could have just been like an order of monks, I, for yeah. example, right? Like, yeah. It, didn't have to be by blood. It just had to be somebody. That's true. They could just ship somebody out there, and then they would be that that guy's replacement. But like, if they are in the middle of nowhere, yeah, how the hell would they have communicated? Like, I'm getting kind of old, guys. Like, <laughs> can you send somebody to take my place? Okay, thanks. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are ways around. <laughs> on one hand, true. On the other hand, it's like, uh, you don't actually see the doctor turn the oven on when he's uh, making Oh, boy. Oh, no. Hope not somebody, again. Hope somebody like, got fired it, for that one. Oh, boy. <laughs> it, it happened. <laughs> um. hey, speaking of ovens. How you d- want to jump that far ahead? Well, kind of. Because, ah, like, right. okay, before we get to the oven part, we should probably get to um, Ryan's dad part first. I, I, I know we said it so many times before. But I love Graham so much. Ah. Like, I think it's hilarious because he opens the door. He's just like, nope, slams the door right back. Yeah. And his face comes back in. The doorbell rings again. And it's like, don't answer it. <laughs> and then, like, when the, um, what was his name again? Aaron? Yep. When Aaron. Aaron comes in, the doctor just flat out says, why weren't you at the funeral? <sighs> Ryan was waiting for you. You disappointed him. Just like, bam. And I'm like, thank you, doc. You <laughs> shot the elephant in the room right in the head. <laughs> Pretty pretty cold stuff, mm-hmm. and it, yeah. it that didn't didn't come across as as the doctor like is not familiar with like tact or anything like that. It was just like I'm the only way I know you is the way in which you disappointed my friend. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah. So and then Ryan shooting on his dad in the the coffee shop. Oh, man, yeah. That was, that was heavy. Mm. It was in that during that scene, um, and during the scene with Graham and Aaron, I couldn't help but wonder, mm. where's this Chris Chibnall been the whole series? Right? Oh, yes. Yeah. Because, like, those... That was such, like, like good dialogue. And yeah. I don't want to say warm, but, like, like, people would say that. Yeah. Like, people would feel, feel that mm-hmm, and say sure. that. And like that's great. I think I think it might be the sci-fi bit that he's not good at. Possibly, maybe. Maybe that's what. Well, because he's got uh, he's basically just building off of an older template with the Dalek being the sci-fi element. That's not as big of a problem mm-hmm. here because it's not something he's making up. Yeah, huh. yeah. That was I, I was thinking a similar thing. I was like, man, this is this is great. This is great stuff. Because speaking from my own family and like how moms will always just keep everything. It's like this crappy little drawing you did in kindergarten. Yep, I still have it. I don't care that you're 45 years old. I still got it. Why not? (laughs) It's it's a memory. Beedly boop. Yeah. But like the fact that the it's like, but this is all my stuff. It's like, yeah, she kept it all. And it was just like (sighs) right through the heart. Actually, I was like somewhat related to that point. I was glad to finally get uh, an answer as to whose nan, so to speak, Grace was, because I don't think it was ever laid down that she was his dad's mom. Yeah, was it? No, I like it. No, before no. this episode. Was it? I guess maybe it was implied. I mean, I guess, but it was never really totally. 100% clear. Flat out said that, like, this Grace is, is Aaron's mom. Yeah. Yeah. Which just makes it that much, like, colder. Like, yeah. it was your mom. her, Your mom's funeral, and you didn't show up. And, like, even Graham, again, shot the elephant in the room. and was like, why didn't you show up? 
And his reason was that, like, you know, it was an honest reason that maybe if I didn't go, then it wouldn't be true that she wouldn't be gone. And it's like, dude, denial is a river in Egypt. Yeah, it, well, it was like, like, no one was 100% wrong in that argument. No. Like, obviously, you know, Ryan's dad regrets leaving and it was not, not a good thing for Ryan. No. But it wasn't, it wasn't like, you abandoned me. And he was like, I'm sorry, son. I love you. <laughs> like, it didn't it wasn't clean no. like that no yeah. no i do i do kind of wonder though i mean like psychologically speaking because mm. aaron and ryan had that previous relationship whereas ryan and graham did not would it have taken do you think it would have would have would it have taken as long for Ryan to forgive Aaron as it took him to accept Graham if there wasn't that uh, the big dramatic circumstance of being sucked into an exploding sun. Mm. Yeah, well, because he didn't have as much baggage with Graham, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was just like, he just didn't know him that well. Yeah, I just wonder if, because there was that baggage there to begin with, that sort of, not necessarily sped things up, but there's already land to, to build a bridge across, mm. so to speak. I mean, I mean, the idea of that, like, imminent danger scenario yeah, um, is, like, supposed to strip away all the varnish, right? Yeah. It's just, like, your gut, what you really feel inside. A, a bold uh, strategy by the doctor, by the way, to get rid of the Dalek. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it did not... Uh, did not come up in my in my guesses as to where she would be taking them. That it would be an exploding, a, a, rather a sun going supernova. Yeah. I didn't think that she would take them to the actual fleet, but uh, supernova was not on my list at all. It's still pretty awesome, though. I no, for sure. I I was I thought they might, might have been going in a direction that there wasn't a fleet. I mean, the doctor said no fleet, but she could have just been saying that's not where I took you. Yeah. But because the Dalek was last sentient in like the ninth century mm-hmm. Earth, it could be that there's no fleet now. Yeah. Because he never contacted them. So. Well, I mean. He tried to. Yeah. Sort of on, on that topic of different times and how, despite being a show about time travel, there is there is still... Like a limit to a thing having happened in a specific time. After the Eleventh Doctor erased himself from the Daleks' internet, did the Daleks relearn <laughs> about the Doctor? Eventually, I think they did. Maybe not to the okay. extent would, of, like, you know... Like, all it took was the Doctor to say, I'm the Doctor. And the Dalek was like, oh shit, the Doctor. Yeah. So, Although, then again, it's a ninth century Dalek. Yeah. Maybe it's been disconnected so, from the internet. Ever? Yes. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Uh, it had it showed no sign of being connected to any sort of Dalek information throughout the entire episode. <laughs> and I was thinking about this the entire for the entire episode. I'm like, would the Dalek know who the Doctor is? And I'd like canonically, the Doctor was there when the Daleks were like invented. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So very easily. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And that that may be. One of the key parts is like, oh, this Dalek needs to have been there for a while. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it was kind of convenient that it did land on Earth in, like, the ninth century. Yeah, and there was no, like, this Dalek's going to go make other Daleks or contact other Daleks. Like, there was no, this Dalek will beget further Daleks coming back to Earth. Mm-hmm. It tried. It seemed. <laughs> it, oh, it tried, It's but it seemed like uh, it's we're, it's pretty well taken care of, that one at least. Yeah. It made it managed to make itself its armor. It did it from memory, so it wasn't exactly like the the OG ones, but it was pretty darn close. Like it even had the little, you know, antenna lights, and then the the not quite a toilet plunger, but <laughs> like similar sort of thing that let it, you know, and the egg beater, the yeah. egg beater, yeah, the egg beater. It stole though from that <laughs> that place that apparently had it for reasons. I I like the look of the Dalek, and. That scene reminded me very strongly, probably intentionally, of the doctor making her sonic screwdriver. Mm. Oh, yeah. You'll just cobble together yeah. like what you could and rebuild from memory. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's a really cool kind of little steampunky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I like I like the look of it, but but it was it was interesting because it do, it didn't have some of its capabilities. Mm-hmm. It could like fly it didn't though. Have shields. It could it could fly. Yeah, like that was something they didn't introduce until like what the seventh Doctor. Seventh, yeah, Rev. Mm? Nope. War of Remembrance of the Daleks. Yeah, yeah that's it. Remembrance. Yeah. Um. Yes. I was say uh, the Doctor did a, a great hood slide. We. <laughs> Yes, I love that. There was there was a sense of camp to this episode that wasn't in the previous season. No, especially in the soundtrack. <laughs> well, I mean, it wasn't wasn't that over the top. No, nah. I mean, it was like it was like rock and roll. Uh, yeah, which we have. Yeah, those parts. which was not in the rest of the season. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, uh, it was very. Uh, I mean, perhaps because there was no soundtrack for these parts, but the more dramatic bits, how it was silent or very lightly orchestrated stuff. That that I like. Really well. Mm-hmm. So, but, I mean, like, I guess what I'm driving at is that this episode seemed to contain all of these different tones in one complete story without too many problems. So, like... Where where have these sorts of episodes been? Yeah. I... Now the only thing I can really chalk it up to, I mean, I, I don't know the answer, but the only thing we can really chalk it up to is all of the episodes in the previous season were written before they knew who the Doctor was going to be, and possibly mm. before they knew who a lot of the cast was going to be. Mm. That's fair. And I think this was this would be the first one that was written for the current crew. Right. I think it shows a little bit, even though Yaz didn't need to be here. So we have one too many companions. Yeah, Yaz continued to I, we be. We still do. I mean, there was kind of a little nod to like her maybe having Being some a police officer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Police training. And, you know, when they appear in the sewers and they send the archaeologists off, she's like, I've got your information. That sounded very official. It sounded like she, you know, had it in a really, sure. like, Secure place, I guess. Mm-hmm. She seems like the doctor's assistant. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Not like Tumblr has any problem with that. I'm, I mean, well, I wouldn't know. <laughs> Don't go on Tumblr anymore. Mm. Um, but I definitely got when Lynn was took the took the police car mm. and was driving to to the archive. I de- the soundtrack definitely felt like sabotage to me. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. yeah. It was like skidding around the corner. Yep. <laughs> Listen to all y'all. Yeah. This is sabotage. Great. So and it, so it, it was like a little lighter. It wasn't. It wasn't like Christmas special light no. like it usually is. Like this. This felt like more of a more of a meaty story than we usually get. Yeah. For the holiday special. Yeah. For sure. But it, but it was. A little campier, and and I have to say, there's there's one part of the episode that just like completely fell fell flat for me, and that was when the doctor calls and asks for unit. Oh, that went on way too long. Oh, because it was like kind of a joke. The yeah. unit doesn't kind of exist not anymore. Yeah, budget cuts, you know, like, we don't really need unit. And then, like, the army shows up and they can't deal with the Dalek. It's like, hmm, who needs unit now, bitches? Yeah, it was it was sort of, like, not fish nor fowl. Like, it wasn't it wasn't played completely seriously. No. The actor was just like, uh, of course. But if it was going to be that, if it was going to be played for laughs, it should have been a lot shorter. <laughs> uh, anyway, it just it kind, of ki- it kind of killed the momentum for a second for me. Mm-hmm. That part, but um, I liked it. Oh, the other thing, the other campy thing, when we get the big blast from the screen, government communications headquarters. Yeah, GCHQ. Are we supposed to know what that is? Is that, is that a thing in the UK? I was, I was on the floor laughing <laughs> when that, like, ju- just like the way it popped up <laughs> on the screen. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't like a little subtle, you know, sort of subtitle. It was right there in the middle of the screen, like a title card. Well, like it wasn't even like like one letter at a time typed in, like it was some sort of you know secret mission sort of thing, which is like 
And then, and, then and it's just shortened to the letters, and it's like, what? Okay, so that is a real place. It okay. is a real place, okay. Uh, okay. In, in the UK. It sounds very generic. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and, like, like, fine, it's a real place, just, but just, like, the way that it popped up on screen was ridiculous. <laughs> and you know what? If it continues with doing stuff like that, I'm, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you want to talk uh, microwave? Mm-hmm. Sure. Chekhov's microwave. <laughs> Chekhov's microwave. Yeah. yeah, yeah. As soon as it, I, yeah, absolutely. Although, like, I, okay, I okay. Say, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I thought they were going to throw the Dalek yeah. in there, like take it out of the case and like <laughs> boil it alive or nuke something. it. You mean like a hand? Yeah, no. That's a very like early aughts flash animation thing, sticking a hamster in a microwave. Anyway, um, not even a, ha- a Dalek, man. Not a I I know. Jeez. But like. <laughs> The fact that they go for coffee. Okay. Like, his dad shows up after, like, who knows how long. For whatever reason, he just happens to have one. That's why he wanted to go for coffee. But, like, why would he bring this big, heavy, clunky-ass thing with him to coffee to try and sell to the cafe owner? I think that's why he wanted to go to coffee. That's why he said to Ryan, you want to go get some coffee? Because he wanted to, like, kill two birds with one stone, do some work, try to sell this, this invented microwave oven oven. And take his son out for coffee to catch up. It just feels like his priorities were in the wrong place. No, it's like, absolutely. if you're going to try and catch up with your son, you know, you don't have to worry about the microwave thing, but like. That's the whole point. Yeah, but then, like. <laughs> he, okay, he, he could have been peddling something else. Why was it specifically a microwave oven? Oh, because plot convenience, because we can take all the little, you know, things from the microwave oven and stick it on the Dalek and boom. But if you if you pay attention to the little details, it does make some sense because like after he fails to sell it to that cafe owner, he turns to Ryan and he's like, "Yeah, this isn't working out. I might have to go back to that engineering thing." So I mean, it's not like he is some sort of high school dropout, as far as we know. Mm. He he has engineering knowledge and skill, and for whatever reason, just like dropped out of the industry because. Reasons. Reasons. And, like, apparently his, his friend he's invented it. He's got a friend it? who's, like, an inventor. Maybe yeah. we'll see that friend in a, in a future episode. I don't know. But, like, he even says it's, like, you know, the way I'm describing it, it sounds like a con. It's like, yeah, I'm putting, lampshading this a little, aren't you? <laughs> but he's not a good salesman. He's just, like, an engineer. He's a, a numbers and, and science person. I guess. I mean... Yeah, I mean, I guess a cafe owner would buy a microwave, but they probably have microwaves already. Mm-hmm. It seems yeah. like a really weird person to try and sell a microwave to. I mean, chefs also, will buy knives, I, you know? Chefs already have knives, but they can always buy more. Mm. Um, what seemed weird is I wish he'd said, like, one thing that the microwave did. Yeah. He was just like, it's a really good microwave, man. <laughs> like, that's that's but, it. But it's not just the microwave. It's also I, an oven. My, but like okay my head, my head went. <laughs> the semantics though a microwave oven that is what it is called i think the idea was that it's an oven that can cook things through microwaves the way that a microwave would or but, it could cook it through convection like, like an, an oven, oven would. would we never saw it okay we never even saw it in focus no out of the box no but like um, they took it apart and took all the bits that they needed to like yeah basically heat the dalek up and cook it from the inside. It's like, ooh, yikes! <laughs> it was it was very silly because his dad handed Ryan the microwave instead of just putting it on the floor. Hmm? They were in a house. Well, because he had to run to the bathroom. Definitely yeah, yeah. didn't have. Definitely didn't have to <laughs> hand it to Ryan. So that you would know that the microwave would be important in the story. I mean, it it was quite clear. <laughs> um, oh boy. Yeah. So that was that was the bit about the microwave. <laughs> what they should have done with that microwave, mm-hmm. they should have trapped the Dalek in it, and then they should have found uh, found uh, me or whatever Arya Stark's name was in her diner shaped <laughs> TARDIS. Oh God! And just dropped it off there and been like, N- never open this. Maybe set it to like one minute max power every now and then, but never open it. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. It could be a cafe yes. that doesn't have a microwave or an oven. One thing I thought was really interesting about this episode is when the doctor's like, I'm going this alone. And she's walking through 
the farm or whatever mm-hmm. uh, alone, like just looking for the Dalek. I don't think I feel like we've never seen shots like that of the doctor just exploring by herself. Not this doctor, definitely not. What? What about when they were in? um, Oh, jeez, the one, the 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 previous one where like it was Mm -hmm. the the temple tower, and she was wandering off by herself, Um, and then she encounters the. Well, yeah, but we didn't really see her by herself for very long there because she winds up running into the um, the Um, one of the super ux ux yes yeah. I don't know. It was just like is is it was different because there was tension because you knew the Dalek was there somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was kind of distracting how she was sneaking around, you know, very silently, very cautiously, and then, and then she'd hit the plastic and be like, swoosh, swoosh. "Yeah." <laughs> it seemed a little odd. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, are you behind here? No, <laughs> it was like playing hide and seek with a little kid. Yeah, it just seemed really, really unnecessary. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe that's. A quirk of the doctors. Maybe that was the director being like, "Why don't you swish the plastic a little bit more?" Let's get get that stuff really moving. Yeah, right. (laughs) We need the plastic foley for uh, episode two of the next series. (laughs) Imagine. Catch if they left in the full sound effects of that plastic swishing around all the time. (laughs) You wouldn't be able to hear anything else. I was like the weird juxtaposition of the doctor hiding from the Dalek and being like, oh, I've got you now. <laughs> you better leave. And I, I don't know. I enjoyed there lots of stuff. I, lots of things I enjoyed with uh, the doctor in this episode. Okay, so the Dalek, you know, Lynn has a car. So they're traveling. It's like, go faster. And she's like, I'm going to get pulled over. <laughs> she's probably thinking that in the back of her head. It's like, go faster. It's like, okay. And then sure enough, the cops pull over and then. It's like, oh, hey, this cop car has this siren on it. Just put on their outfit and take the car. And if you have the siren on, you can go as fast as you want. It was actually kind of smart. And then, like, because she has the uniform, she gets to the place that has the stuff. And, like, the guy doesn't question her authority because she's wearing a police uniform and just blabs that he's, like, I thought that they were going to, like, slice his hand off, not drag his entire corpse. But, like, I kind of, it was predictable that he was going to get axed. And then, like, they, they grab the egg beer and they, like, fill up the trunk with stuff and then drives off. And then she drives off to the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. to a farm mm-hmm. that happens to have a whole bunch of metal and, like, metalworking stuff and, yeah, like, and welding forge, and a basically. forge. What the hell I mean, kind of farm like, is this? It's, it, it's not ridiculous that all that stuff would be in one place. No. But a farm? Yeah. If you're, if you're a farmer in a rural area. Yeah. And you probably have, well, I don't know if he had any horses or anything that would need to be shod, but uh, metalworking could be, like, a legit hobby or something you just do. Hmm. Because just, like, the shape of the buildings, too, kind of made it seem as if maybe he had machinery? Yeah, that could be it. Could be a machinist. The Dalek also also could have brought a bunch of that stuff. Yeah, Mm. that's true. Then it would just need the the heat, the oven, (laughs) the flames... Yeah. Fire the eternal cleanser. Because, mm. uh, like, mm-hmm. going back to the, the Guardians, or sorry, Custodians, whatever they call them, um, mm. they defeated the Dalek by basically trapping it and then mm-hmm. setting it on fire. Yeah. And then taking the charred remains, slicing it into, like, three bits, and then splitting it to, like, the different corners of the earth. Yep. And then, I guess because it was just plain old boring wood fire (laughs) it wasn't quite enough so this time around they ended up frying it with like the elements and stuff from the microwave oven oven well i mean ultimately it wound up frying in a supernova right because it didn't actually fry in the suit no the suit got destroyed but like it ran and like grabbed uh, aaron instead the, the microwave oven oven elements uh very efficiently melted the armor right but it didn't kill the dog. No. It was maybe, a maybe it hurt it. But Probably. it didn't kill it. No. no. The little cutaway when it's like, <gasps> Wi-Fi's down oh. everywhere. Oh. And we had that, like... That was pretty goofy. As soon the second, the second you see a family home, <laughs> where the kids are like, uh, oh, no, Wi-Fi's not working. You know you know what joke it's going to be. Oh, yeah. It's a joke you've heard 15 million times before. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it was kind of predictable. 
It's like, God. okay, the Wi-Fi is down, the phones aren't working. Okay, if the Wi-Fi is down, what makes you think Netflix is going to work? <laughs> it's like, oh no, you don't have internet and TV, whatever shall you do? Have a conversation, heaven forbid. Like, I mean, my, <laughs> my, my, my issue is not with the fact that they thought having a conversation was so weird. Huh? It's because I knew the joke was coming so long ago. Yeah. Oh, we're going to have to talk to each other because all our stuff is like, yeah. Like, oh, what a hilarious joke that people have to interact and put down their phones and, I mean, and connect. If and they had a stop looking at a screen, man. <laughs> like, okay. If they had an Nintendo Switch. Yeah, everybody looks at their phone and. They wouldn't yeah. have that problem. No, but didn't the power go out as well? Ah, oh, dang. No, but they could play it on battery power. Mm. Maybe only two people, but still. <laughs> we are not endorsed by Nintendo, by the way. We'd like to be. <laughs> the power did not go out. Okay. Power if I recall correctly. So it was only the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, it would have been enough if they had just had the joke where, like, you mean to tell me that the Wi-Fi and Internet are down on New Year's Eve when everyone is, like, hungover, hungover and, <laughs> and that other what, thing. What a monster. Yeah, that joke would have been enough. But no, they had to show some random yeah. family. Yeah. Uh, that, that felt like an RTD joke to me. Yeah. Like, that's something yeah. that he would totally put in. Huh. Um. I think I think even the what a monster. I think that was even skirting it, but that was like oh, that was ac- acceptable camp to me. Yeah, <laughs> but like the cutaway. Yeah. Something we completely glossed over because it was kind of glossed over to begin with. Mm-hmm. When the episode starts after the whole s- s- cold open with quotation marks sure. about the whole history of this monster, or whatever, and you got the two archaeologists that are like doing the little dig, mm-hmm. and like the romance. Ah. Mm-hmm. Oh. That just kind of got shut yeah. by the wayside, didn't it? I mean, it really did. I thought they were. I thought they were fine. I they were kind of cute. They're a couple of a couple of dorks. <laughs> mm-hmm. But like, honestly, I was um, expecting like now that we've established these two characters have the hots for each other and they're named too. Hmm? One of them's going to die. But then it was like, oh, thank heavens that didn't happen. But it was pretty darn close there. I thought that one of two things was going to happen. Either one of them was going to die right away. Like as they were digging it up, mm-hmm. or that the Dalek would hold one of them hostage to the other one and be like, "If you don't do what I want, I'm going to kill." No one, but neither of those things happened. Well, I mean, the Dalek did take one of them hostage. Yeah, but like it wasn't but, at the but behest he didn't, of the other. Um, one. No, he didn't. What, what was his name? Sorry, I, I shouldn't. Uh, there's Lynn and Mitch. Mitch. Okay. Mitch. Mitch. Yeah, he didn't figure much. No, I mean, he is technically companion status, since he's ridden in the TARDIS. Well, he was also the one that introduced him to the whole custodian thing. That's true. And, like, pulled out the book and this, that, and whatever. It's like, oh, are you part of the whatever? And they're like, the what now? Hmm? <laughs> it's it's kind of neat, because he was a nerd. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it goes back to, like, the Doctor doesn't know everything this season. Yes. Yeah. And I'm sort, of, I'm sort of okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, it makes it a little bit more interesting. It's kind of a curious experiment because since the doctor doesn't know everything there are sort of moments where the doctor isn't exactly the proxy character but kind of lets you see her that way Mm. it's not required that the companions are always bumbling around being like what's this all about yeah yeah there's something to be said about the imperfect character because when they're too perfect you just can't relate to them it's like you're too smart you know absolutely everything you're no fault like you can't get behind a person like that so when the doctor doesn't know everything and she's learning just as much as we are Mm -hmm. that makes it far more believable and likable yeah and one thing that was weird is because jerry whittaker has been pointing that sonic screwdriver and everything that moves <laughs> in a range of vision uh-huh. in this season. The one thing that she does not take it out for is examining the Dalek goo on the wall. Yeah. Yeah, she just stuck her finger in it. She, ex- she examines Mitch <laughs> with a sonic screwdriver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe I don't, Maybe when she, when she put her finger in it, she was like, oh, this seems too familiar, but it can't be. Well, and she did ask to, for the container to like to yeah, examine yeah, yeah. it later. But maybe she wanted to do something that was more thorough than just giving it a quick, uh, quick once over with the Sonic. Yeah, mm. I'd like a little, a little context to the Sonic, mm. like what it does and does not do 
It, it quote, does not do wood. We know that. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, yep. like, what function does it serve for her? It's basically a tricorder. Because, like, maybe... Yeah. Yeah, because maybe the Sonic wouldn't give her the kind of reading that she wanted for the Dalek. Maybe. And so using her using her fingers and, like, examining it herself would be... Like eating a bit of dirt and knowing exactly that they're in the middle of the sword <laughs> and, like, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's fun. All right. Rain time? Yeah. Yes. Who wants to go first? Mm. Well, it's a new year. How about you go first? Yeah, it is a new year. Huh? Yeah, all right. All right. All right, so this one is definitely a thumbs up for me. Yay. I think that people who were sort of iffy on the season will find a bit more here to enjoy. It's a bit, It's a. everything's a bit bigger in this story than it was uh, over the past season, and we get... We get more, I think, classic quote doc, quote classic doctor moments in this story, mm. um, and there's a, there's a good sense of momentum. There's a there's a good sense of like horror with with the Dalek uh, attaching itself to Lynn. Nah. Doctor, mm. the Dalek attaching itself to Lynn. <laughs> it looks fantastically gross. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that that whole like you know using a human is like. A soldier kind of thing was was kind of interesting, mm-hmm. and uh, overall, I kind of liked everybody in it. I like the design of the Dalek, Dalek building its own casing. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of the single Dalek that they all have to fight. Um, the Doctor collected quite a menagerie of people over the course of this episode, <laughs> yeah. which, like, by the end, I'm like, holy crow, there's that many people in the TARDIS. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not like there isn't a ton of space. <laughs> oh yeah, there's there's as much space as you want. Mm-hmm. This might, this might also be the most we saw the inside of the TARDIS. Like, saw clearly. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of time spent in there this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm, um, if this is what, and, and, oh yeah, I should say, yeah, that conversation with Ryan, Ryan and Aaron in Cafe, mm-hmm. boom, more of that, please. More of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Strong character stuff. Yeah. I like it a lot. So, if this is the kind of episode we can expect, from writing for the crew that we have right now, bring it on. Count the days till 2020. Yeah. <laughs> Thumbs up. Okay. Next. All right. Uh, I'm getting the signal that uh, <laughs> uh, the micro- microphone's moving over to me. <laughs> I just kind of looked at you and was like, do you want to go? And you look at me and it's like, I don't know. Do you want to go? And it's like, uh, I'll go. sure. Okay. I'm going to go. I've got to give it a thumbs up as well uh, for many of the reasons that uh, you've cited, G. If this is a portent of what will come in the next series, then awesome. It's going to be a great series. Quite a bit better than than this last one. Although, i got to say, I didn't really, at least as of now, Mm. I still have to think about it, maybe rewatch some of it, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. I didn't hate this last series. (laughs) That's not what this is about, though. No. This is about this episode resolution. Yeah. Mm. And I really enjoyed it. Um, really, there's no major nitpick. You know, there's nothing that's that's pulling me down. Um, I will say that it is, again, maybe on sort of a, a bigger picture a scale than just this episode. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the only way I can slag off on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of disappointing that it takes those higher stakes, those the world will be destroyed kind of thing mm-hmm. for a story to be this entertaining, like this, maybe not even entertaining, this coherent. Because I feel like the people who had problems with this last series, one of the things, one of their major issues was that the stories just don't feel big enough anymore. You know, you had a story about Yaz's grandma uh, and her uh, uh, marrying across the border. Mm-hmm. You had stories about, um, well, oh, I think not I know get into it, but like Rosa Parks and that sort of thing. Like all the, a lot of the stories in the past episode or past series weren't, you know, about these big old stories with huge stakes and a incredible consequences yeah they're just little character moments more or less and it's my hope that somehow 
maybe on the backs of introducing some of the older monsters like the Daleks, they can kind of combine those two things together. Because if nothing else, like if if they can, man, I feel like I'm getting into so much series review, review right now. But <laughs> if if they can manage, I'll just repeat this when we do that. Yeah, yeah. Word for word. Yeah, yeah. Um, if they can somehow take like this whole rotating writing staff that delivers those smaller stories, and then like mix it with the classic monsters and maybe a few new ones, but in stories that have these higher stakes, mm. that would be really incredible. <clears throat> Anyway, long story short, I feel like I'm rambling so much about the whole series because I have so little to add about this episode. Ah. It was fun. It was really interesting to see the Daleks, or Dalek. Singular, yeah. Yeah. Um, portrayed in this new way. I always enjoy seeing old monsters getting these new abilities, especially when it's not just like a horde of them suddenly being immune to gold or whatever, for mm. example. <laughs> I feel like that was something they only did like maybe once, maybe S- twice, and still, then they never brought it up still, again. Um, it definitely does seem like Daleks, and I would I would wager Cybermen, although I don't feel like it's really played out that much, uh, make for more interesting villains when they are alone, mm. or maybe with Cybermen in very small groups, since I'm not sure that alone they would really function. Um, but yeah. That one thumb up, I've talked myself into two. Two thumbs up. Really like this episode. Dang. There were some problems, like just some little nitpicks and tiny details, like that that custodian on the island. Just did you he, know, did he take some some shore leave? Like what's going on there? Maybe that that call to unit. Maybe that's a bit of foreshadowing. Uh-huh. Maybe there will be an arc about be, unit yeah. coming back. Maybe. Anyway. Anyway, I'm going to throw it over to Soph before I continue to uh, ramble <laughs> anymore. I, I feel like the point that you made about the high stakes is that it was high stakes, but only a single character that we had to follow. Whereas if it were like an entire army of Daleks, it's yeah. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It would yeah. have come if it had managed to get that message out, but the doctor managed to stop it in time. Mm-hmm. So like... Following the singular character, yeah, and like, what the hell is this thing gonna do next? Yes, was what made it more interesting. To say it's it made it it still made it like a personal story. Yeah, yeah, like it still made it like how the Daleks can how the Daleks can affect individual people. Yeah. Yes. they can kill them, but like it 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 showed it affected affecting someone's life and someone's character and stuff like that instead of just being. Mass amounts of Daleks killing mass amounts of people, which after a while, sort of like you don't register that much. Mm, yeah. Which is kind of bad. That's <laughs> how humans are yes. wired. Yeah. But it, it, it abstracts the yeah. idea. Yeah. 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 Like the threat is big, the threat is there, but you don't have to worry about focusing on a whole ton of ninjas <laughs> going after a single samurai, you know what I mean? Because, like, <laughs> Ninjas are supposed to be efficient, but when you have, like, a couple hundred of them, they end up being, like, complete fools. Mm-hmm. But if you had the singular ninja sneaking through, like, uh, um, uh, the the mansion or whatever, and, like, they are super efficient and, like, secret stealthy, 007 almost, like, you know what I mean? That, that's why I feel like the stories where it does focus on a singular character or element makes it more interesting than if it was a, a big, arching kind of, you know. Anyway, I'm getting off topic. Uh, for me, this episode is also a thumbs up. I did enjoy it a lot. I appreciate the fact that, yeah, of course it's, yeah, it's a Dalek, whatever, but at least it wasn't just like, oh, ho, hum, it's a Dalek. They actually made it interesting, like the design of the Dalek and like how it's, it was attached to Lynn and then it attached to Aaron and like all the little tendrils and stuff. And like, I appreciate the fact that they did have the, the practical effects and the <laughs> CGI and, and, like, how it did, like, it flattened itself out against her back and then inflated and, like, holy crap. And, like, it might have been sort of predictable. Like, she did touch it. Like, what happened to it? Did it, like, because it wasn't 100% apparent that the thing on the wall was a Dalek. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until it started talking and being, like, you know, I'm a Dalek, whatever, hmm? <laughs> that it was a Dalek. Because we never figured that Daleks could latching cells onto a human and then it's like oh wait it's not just any old Dalek it's a reconnaissance Dalek which means it's even worse and it's like oh man the stakes are even higher now 
Like, I like how things kind of, like, built on top of each other. Yeah. I feel like the whole thing with uh, Ryan and his dad, the ending bit where, like, he saves him simply by saying that he loves him. And so, like, his dad fights against the Dalek and reaches for, for Ryan and the Dalek gets sucked away and, like, yeah. you know, the day is saved, right? Because, like, I feel like if he hadn't said something like that, that his dad would have just given up. Even even so, like, jumping back in here and yeah. and reducing my rating just to one thumb again. Yeah! <laughs> oh, no! I, I do have to take issue with that moment. Not, like, <sighs> Ryan's forgiving his dad so quickly feels like the appropriate thing for a, a special episode. But, again, like, my point earlier with the whole, like, long-winded question about Graham and Ryan and Aaron. Mm. Um, it just seemed kind of rushed. Mm. Not like it wasn't deserved, because that scene, and maybe this is just the power of that scene in, of them in the cafe, but like there was just so much going on there on like an emotional and character level that it sort of made the, the last few moments between Ryan and Aaron feel like they were deserved but like still maybe a little little hand-fisted at the very least ryan saying not bad for a kid with dysphoria eh was a little bit yeah much. we all forgot about it until he said that didn't we mm -hmm. yeah yeah um yeah not that yeah. that line <laughs> nah, not so well about but like you know i'm 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 usually fairly cynical, but I love you, Dad, or whatever he said. I was fine with it because, like, you know, that had to be at the heart of all the anger oh, yeah. that Ryan had. Yeah, and this is as close to a quote "power of love" ending as I'll be able to stomach because it wasn't <laughs> solved by thinking something, mm -hmm. right? Like it was doing something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He so he aired out his grievances with his father, and like the dad was like, "You didn't really think that way, did you?" And he just kind of looks at him like. Are you kidding me? Yes, I did. Yeah. Like, this is how I felt. This is how you made me feel. You should be feeling bad right now for what yeah. you did. And, like, uh, and like, that, I'm not going to forgive that, you right away, but at least now you know. And that, that ending can't happen unless you have that scene beforehand. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. jumped into the middle of your reading. <laughs> oh, yeah, no worries. Yeah. So if you're, you're, uh, doing your research. <laughs> <laughs> I did bring up a topic of uh, extra discussion, so you know there's that. Um, yeah, I I appreciate the practical effects and like the CGI was minimal. I feel I feel like the the only CGI really was the tendrils that would like come out of yes. her sleeve and like mm -hmm. coil around the the egg beater. <laughs> it whatever it's called, mm -hmm. the blaster. It looks like an egg beater. Yeah. Um, and like. Even when it, like, did the little tendrils around their head and, like, being all menacing and, like, I have no mm -hmm. <laughs> It was camp, but I liked it. Um, the whole microwave thing, it's like, yeah, check off microwave oven ovens. Just, <laughs> it's going to be used somehow. It's like, oh, well, they used fire. Let's use the elements. Like, it could have been a toaster. They could have used the elements from a toaster. But it had to be a microwave oven oven that had, like, some sort of extra engineering because his buddy invented it or whatever. I don't think it could have been a toaster. No? No. Because it wouldn't have been as advanced. Ugh. It was, no, it's just, it was, it was in so many shots. <laughs> yeah. You're like, this thing has to, has to be important. It yeah. has to be, right? <laughs> to have the actors constantly carrying this thing around. <laughs> it's got to be good for something. <laughs> Jeez. Sure, it had little nitpicky things, like, you know, were they ancestors or just someone taking up the mantle of custodian for these bits? Um, but yeah, definitely a thumbs up. I enjoyed the episode. I enjoyed the bits of camp. I enjoyed, like, the, the practical and CG effects. I feel like the Dalek being a singular Dalek and, like, them just compounding on top of it about how, like, it's not just a Dalek, it's, like, a reconnaissance Dalek, so that means it's even worse, and, like, it made the uh, it just made the story much more interesting. The dialogue was great. Graham didn't just like bitch at Aaron. <laughs> he was like, you know what? Like, here's this stuff that uh, that Grace saved, and it's like, well, it's all my stuff. It's like, yeah, she saved it all. And just like, you know, that whole thing about if any if I were to pass away, and like if anyone were to ask me what my life was like, just tell them that I was lucky. 
And like that whole bit with him, and it was just like, mm, <laughs> right in the heart. <laughs> anyway, yep, thumbs up. Cool. So, as I often do, I've just quickly rewritten the unit phone call scene. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, especially if it's going to be a continuing story. I think she calls unit. And on the other line, do, do, do. The number you have called is not in service. Yeah. Please hang up and try to call again. That's it. Yeah, that could have been fine. Like, I don't see why they had to have the yeah. whole... Like, what even was that lady? Was she a 411? Like... The doctor was calling unit. Yeah. The yeah. phone number that would presumably link her to unit, but it forwarded to that instead. Yep. So that may be something that will be picked up. Could be. Anyway. Like, to, to address your question, though, or at least what I think your question is at its heart. Mm-hmm. Um, like, they're living in a world where aliens have invaded in the past and calls from people frantically saying, you know, you've got to help me or the world will end, probably aren't just written off as some some crazy person just rambling. Anyway, it's uh, plugs time. Oh, before we get into plugs, can I just throw in one more thing? Oh, boy, did what's I, that? Did anybody else pick Fine. up? <laughs> Did anybody else pick up on what I think was a callback to uh, the Matt Smith Christmas special where he goes to the town named Christmas where when the doctor asks, maybe we can go to this place where it's always New Year's? Is that really a callback? <laughs> it's, that, it's, that place, it's that place at Itchy and Scratchy Land. <laughs> oh. Oh, man. Yeesh. <laughs> There's... Oh, man. What, what was the line? It's like, oh, it must be so much fun to ring in the new year every day. Kill me. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Uh, oh boy, what a time! Yeah, for it's plugs. TGI McScratchies or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, does that answer your questions? <laughs> it, it does. I just wanted to. I just wanted to bring it up and feel like a smarty pants. It's smarty pants. <laughs> All right. Well, you're very you're very smart. Well, thank you. Gold star. Smart oh, enough. Gold star. Smart enough to plug. Plug your stuff? Yeah. I would say so. I'm, you can find me <laughs> over on Instagram and Twitter as Nick S.C. Zach. That is N-I-C-K-S-C-Z-A-C-H. Uh, on the Instagram, you'll find a poem or other post at least once a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on Twitter, you'll find me mostly retweeting stuff or sharing articles, videos, media, content, that uh, I find interesting. Mm-hmm. And you can also check out my Beowulf translation over at bloggersbeowulf.com. Ta-da! All right. So You can't see my jazz hands. <laughs> <laughs> there they are. Seed and spirit. I did it too. Anyway. <laughs> um, okay, I guess the usual Instagram. Uh, sofa cushion art. It's all one word. S-O-F-A-C-U-S-H-I-O-N-A-R-T. Um, not much has been posted, mostly because of the holidays, but uh, this is the new year. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll be posting more stuff, hopefully. Uh, That's your New Year's resolution. Sure. <laughs> Let's see if I actually manage to keep it. <laughs> yeah, we've got it on. We've got it on tape now. Boy, can't go back. Uh, that's about it. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Chloe is on assignment this week, but she has asked me to plug her Instagram, Normal Wolf Cosplay, because she has started to post on it. Woohoo! So she's uh, she's not present in this episode, but she is present on the internet hey. at Normal Wolf at Normal Wolf Cosplay on Instagram. As for me, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Victory Lime, uh, as we are now in January. <gasps> oh, hey. Um, I'll be heading off to MAGFest shortly, though, so there'll probably be a lot of posts uh, from that. Um, otherwise, uh, stay tuned for Hot Jam. Yeah. Um, if you want more Nixcast goodness, follow the Nixcast literally every social media platform on the internet, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> At the Nixcast, we got it. And um, stay tuned soon because season 10? Season 10. A Phanthropological is not that long from coming out. Yes. Wow, season 10 already. Uh, yeah. Um, if you have feedback for this show, please send it to who at the nextcast.com. 
And we don't know when the next episode of Doctor Who is going to be. But the next episode of Who in Your View is not going to be that long. Probably a couple weeks. And we are going to have a full roundtable, all six, uh, reviewing all of Series 11. Woohoo! Including mm-hmm. this story. So, um, and then we'll be getting into our uh, season reviews of, of New Who mm-hmm. after that. So that should take us through the year. Um, so do do stay tuned. Subscribe if you like. Um, we won't be posting as frequently as we were when uh, the series was active. But it should be about... Uh, there'll be a couple of weeks for the Series 11 review. And then we're going to be doing them about once every month. So stay in the off-season. So stay tuned for mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, otherwise, thank you everyone for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Goodbye. Bye bye. <laughs>